All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Tossing Salad Podcast. I am Brian Samatros, the Garden Voyeur. I am your host, and I've been told a few times that I need to make sure that I announce at the beginning who I am, because a lot of people that end up stumbling upon the podcast don't know you need to introduce yourself. So all of these tips, I'm still learning how to do a podcast. You guys will not be surprised that this week and this is what this is the one week i was like please please don't let there be any mistakes please please it was a great episode we have amanda the ever hopeful gardener finally on and i know that of all the people that have been inquired about amanda it's always is amanda doing it when's amanda doing it And I think that kind of comes from all of the lives and stuff that we do together. And we touch on that in the episode. And I was hoping that finally, we've done so many episodes, I should have this all worked out. And ah, I'm editing the podcast, right? And my audio just sounded, there was something not right. It has never sounded like this before. And I'm going through looking up on YouTube how to fix audio that sounds flat, that it it just, I I don't know what happened. I don't know what setting got turned off, but it sounds like shit. And I was so frustrated, you guys, so frustrated editing this, because I was like, I just wanted one episode where I don't have to complain about this. Because I know every time you guys, if you're listening to this, if you've listened to more than one episode, you're like, Jesus, just get... I know, I know. I later realized why it sounded so bad is because it was the microphone from the laptop. I didn't have my main mic turned on. And that is why the audio sounds not good. And I am so pissed at myself. There's so many things in my mental checklist that I try to go through. And again, I am not good at at multitasking. And my main thing when I am doing the podcast is the interaction with the guest, having a good time, and it's really hard work for me to address and use multiple cameras, make sure, you know, I'm watching the time because we've got a certain time limit when we use Zoom. This is one time to where I was like, I, I guess I neglected that the microphone was just on and working so that that's my issue. And there's really no fix for it so that is why the audio when you listen to it Amanda sounds great I just my audio just sounds a little flat and muffled no matter what I I tried to do a few things with it and then I got so frustrated I just I cleared all the things off I said look just have it go as just regular microphone from the laptop it's a great interview everything that you would expect from something to where Amanda and I sit down it's so good that Upon listening to it over again, I decided to edit out just a couple things, some details that just, I, I just, I don't think Amanda or myself really want to deal with on the back end. So I edited a few things out, but the, most of the good stuff is still there. You guys know if you, if you follow a lot of the lives that we do, we're very open, we're very honest, we're very transparent about talking about a whole bunch of stuff within the social media world and we get into a few things 
in this episode that I, I think need to be addressed. We're going to drop right in again, like we do Amanda, the ever hopeful gardener on the next Tossing Solid podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Uh, I can't. I am so sorry. Okay. We're, no. we're recording. It's fine. I feel like it was my issue. <laughs> no, this, you know what, Amanda, this is, it, you guys, welcome to the Tossing Salad podcast. We're here with Amanda, the ever hopeful gardener. What we just went through for the last like 10 minutes and you couldn't find the email or I couldn't type it in and then something was wrong. And I'm, I'm going back and forth, right? With Instagram, I've got my phone and I'm trying to talk to you, but then I have to switch my phone to the other camera that I have recording. It's a whole to do. I'm 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 not good at doing multiple things as far as producing and then actually hosting. It's it's a complete mess in every single episode. There's always something kind of going wrong and I just I have to simplify things. I'm not meant to do multiple things. I can do one thing at a time. Yeah. Well, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the first guest where nothing goes wrong. I had so much confidence. And then I just kept expecting an email to come through. I didn't know I was supposed to open up Zoom and have a chat with you. <laughs> I feel like it's my fault. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not a Zoom person either. I mean, like I started using Zoom just for the podcast part of it. And it's it's supposed to be really simple. And I'm sure it is. But again, I, I, I'm not keeping things as simple as they should be. And it's causing me problems every single episode. But I'm glad you're finally here. One of the funny things I wanted to mention to you, and I don't know if people that have listened to the show, I think of the first five episodes that we've had, four of the five, the person that I've talked to has mentioned you in some story, form, or fashion. Like really? It <laughs> makes me really nervous. <laughs> no, and it's in a good way because it's one of those things to where we were kind of talking about before that we're kind of surprised that not everybody knows the same people that we know within the garden community. Right. Right. I just assume, and I, and I'm right in this particular case that everybody just knows Amanda, the ever hopeful gardener, you're out there putting content out every day. It's, it's just kind of funny that your name, your account has come up in four of the first five episodes. Cause I think you just, you interact with so many different people. Well, I will, I will take that as a compliment. Um, I love that because I do want, uh, I do try really hard to like respond to every comment and every direct message. And it's getting a little, it's getting a little out of control and much. Um, but like that from when I first started, like that has always been what's important to me is like being part of a community and like not just being a faceless, uh, well, not a faceless, but you know, an account that doesn't actually interact with people. Like that is my biggest pet peeve. And I stop following people if they don't interact with me because it's like, what is the point? <laughs> Well, so here's, and I've had several people ask me, when is Amanda going to be on the show? It's an inevitable question that I would get because you and I have done so many lives together over the last, what, two years or something. Yeah. And it's just one of those things to where I think for the most part, we're kind of known when we get on there and we do lives, we have pretty open and honest conversations about various different things. There's probably not, I would say, you know, at this point now, uh, maybe a couple weeks that would go by that people won't ask me something about what do you and Amanda think about this or that? It's, and again, I, I think it's a positive thing. 
But yeah. I also think it goes to show, and this is just my opinion, on social media, on Instagram, how many accounts are there really that are out there talking about things just kind of open and honestly, as opposed to just being careful what you say or being brand safe, corporate safe or whatever. I mean, I think we've had a lot of really good conversations talking about creepy people, talking about dealing with brands, talking about just how to deal with certain things. Amanda is like sliding out of camera view. I'm not quite sure what's going on. My kids, my kids don't have school today. Oh. My husband's at work and both dogs are being needy. I mean, this is probably poor choice on my on my end, but like I knew I'd be home and not running carpool. Um, but I totally agree with everything you're saying. And there have been instances where a brand has like wanted to work with me. Um, and I have said to them, have you actually looked at my page? <laughs> like, have, like, do you know what you're getting into? Like, cause, cause like, this is like, what you see is what you get. Like, it's a little bit weird. It's a lot of silly. Um, and I am a little bit irreverent. Like I will say things that are on my mind that aren't, you know, okay sometimes. <laughs> and the brands have all said, yeah, yeah. Like we know, we know what you're about and we still want to talk to you. None of, none of the projects have come to fruition, <laughs> but. Um, well, but it's, it's one of those things. And, and this is why I wanted to talk to you. And, and you and I have, we've already recorded a podcast episode a long time ago. It was so bad though. It was so bad. I think it was the end of last year, actually of 2021, because that was when I was like, you know what, Amanda, I'm thinking about doing this podcast project. Will you want to do an episode with me just so I can kind of get a feeling for how things go. And we recorded one, you know, over the course of six months, it just took me a while to get things up and going and kind of figure out what I wanted to do with it. And I just thought, well, I was getting ready to put that all together as an episode. And I was like, you know, that was kind of before I, I, I really got the feeling of what I wanted this podcast to be. And I was like, what do you think about just doing a whole new one? And I didn't think that you would mind at all, but you know, I sent you the old one because you were like, when, what did we talk about in that that podcast six months ago? And I was like, I, I don't really know, but here it is. And I think I think you responded like cringe or something. And I was like, yeah, let's just record a whole new one. Yeah, no. Um, when people wonder why I haven't been on yet, um, I feel like it's two reasons. One, we already did record one and um, it, no, no fault of your own. My content, what I contributed was not good. <laughs> I think I talked about a ring light for like 20 minutes. <laughs> but um, but also, I also think that like people have seen you and I do so many like lives together that it was it's a it was a really good choice to have a bunch of newer and different people that you don't didn't talk to as much. Um, because otherwise it's just like same old Amanda and Brian. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's almost like the uh, the bands that we all like from back in the day. Like I go back to the 80s. I'm a big you know 80s pop rock type of guy. Yeah. And when you go to these concerts, you want to hear the greatest hits. You don't want to hear anything new. And I think a lot of people were just like, well, when's Amanda coming on? Like we're working on it. Obviously, she's got a lot of stuff going on. What I wanted to do today was kind of talk to you. It's almost... I'm going to be selfish in this episode in that it's kind of an intervention for me because I really, really feel that I need help from somebody. I I, I know I've said this before that I, I'm just, I'm at the tail end of 
really wanting to continue with the whole Instagram thing. Not so much the garden warrior. The garden warrior will always kind of be there. I enjoy gardening. It's a hobby. It's something that I more than just growing the vegetables. It's more of the community and, and talking to my friends and just having a good time doing stupid reels and remixes and duets on Instagram and TikTok with all of you. But I really have struggled really in the last year and a half in maintaining that push to want to continue to get out there and contribute specifically to Instagram. Let's talk just Instagram today because I know you're on TikTok as well. You can call it being on TikTok, but all I do is repost stuff from Instagram. So, But that, that's, that's what I've kind of suggested for people to do, if not so much to leave one for the other, but just to have a backup account somewhere else to where you're not totally invested in only one platform to interact with the garden community. And if you're going to if you're going to make content anyways on Instagram, go ahead and repurpose it over to TikTok. And your TikTok account is doing very well over there. I mean, no? I don't know. I mean, I don't what is what is doing well over there. I recently saw um there's this really cute guy and by cute I just mean I like his smile and personality, not like sexy. See, that's how but that's how these accounts you have to be cute and sexy to, to get follows amanda just just she said the quiet part out loud go ahead yeah leave it to me to say just say it say it all but um but he like he um talked about how many users there are on tiktok and that if you even have 1000 followers you're in like the 0. 0.00 something percent of users because so many people on there only consume and don't actually create content. Yeah, right. So that was, that was interesting to me because I have like 4,000 followers on TikTok, which, and you have something like, what are you pushing 40 now? Well, but, I mean, but here's, here's why I say that you're doing well on TikTok because I think for the most part, 99% of the people that we interact with within the garden community would trade for your 4,000 people that you have on TikTok, right? If they were know. starting, if they were starting a whole new account or whatever, you probably have more than most people do on TikTok within the garden community. Okay. So here's the thing though, because I don't engage with anyone on TikTok, like I don't typically comment on posts. I don't, I don't look at the comments people do to me. I don't direct message anyone. Um, there is no sense of community for me over there. So I don't know what the, that 4,000 followers even means to me because right. I'm not getting any, anything from it. I'm, I, I'm not part of the creator fund, so I can't make money. Um, and then there's no sense of community. And I really only consume content from like you. I think Kate just got on. Is Kate on there again? I don't know. Stacy and Jen and Andre. Those are the people that like, and I the cute guy, the from. cute guy that you're following. Yeah, I don't even know his name though. Yeah, he's just a cute face. You he's know? just, it's just a, like, just it's just like a, best. it's just like a big pair of boobs or something for some guys. You know, it's, oh, I just follow, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, just but, the best smile. So for you, and I think for most of us, it comes down to community. Okay, mm -hmm. so here's why I'm struggling, and and you're the perfect person because you're gonna, you're you're pretty much gonna tell me your honest opinion, but you also probably tell me what I need to hear. And maybe you can, th this fog of war that's, that's 
or this fog that's over me and and maybe I'm not seeing things clearly. Okay, let's let's just say <laughs> for out. example, I know two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and this might have been like the final straw. Okay. The whole that whole do you remember the homestead bundle thing that went through Instagram? Oh. Okay. Do I remember it? I'm like scarred from it. <laughs> I had such a negative experience with that. And it, it was passive. I'm sitting here minding my own business on Instagram. And it's nothing but being hit with this homestead bundle that has nothing to do with people making money, has nothing to do with homesteaders, has nothing to do with people coming together and forming a group to do something together. It was this particular package of things of, I don't know how many people were involved. When you go to that list of all the creators that were a part of contributing something to this, what was it, like 50 people, 100, I don't, I don't know. But then not only that, there were a whole bunch of other people that are affiliate sellers that don't have to contribute, but are selling this content. And the more I kept kind of looking at what people were contributing and the products and being hit over the head with this and looking at each one, I'm like, something was not right. You know how when you just come across something, you're like, red flags come up. The entire thing seemed like a just a gigantic scam. And I know it's going to piss off a bunch of people because I've had a lot of conversations in the DMs with people saying, well, what do you have against homesteaders? What do you have against this? package what do you have against people making money i'm like i don't this particular thing i do and it was just like the final thing to where i was like i just think every i'm gonna sound like i'm like boohoo but i just i feel like so many things on instagram is just inauthentic fake i don't know where the real people and content are not to say that there aren't, because obviously there's a bunch of great people. But I've been on Instagram since 2014. We interact with so many different people. And I'm still getting over COVID for the last couple of weeks. That's why I sound like this. I just, I, I just feel like I don't think Instagram is really what I want anymore. Okay, no. I'm not. I refuse to accept that because... If in, until something else is invented that can foster a community experience like Instagram, because I think we've all realized no matter how hard we've tried on TikTok, TikTok does not foster community. Um, you're not allowed to be done with Instagram. But what you can do is you can take your own advice. And I know you've been doing it. You curate your who you follow. You curate your feed. And I know Instagram makes it so annoying and hard and they keep shoving stuff down our throats we don't want to see. But I, I really believe that, if, that it, it's almost a mindset shift. Like, so today I posted a reel about just people being so rude and um, mean on Instagram because that is how I'm choosing to deal with it is to make fun of it. So... When, Which is what we you do. Have, you and I you do have, that a lot. And a lot of times we're making fun of ourselves. People don't yes, get that. Yes. The people that do, they understand how funny that is. You and I get it. And a lot of times we're either calling something out or we're making fun of ourselves. But go ahead. But yeah, so like, I don't know if it means when you get on Instagram, you don't even look at your feed, like don't even scroll down and you just hang out in the stories 
and that's your usergram usergram that's your instagram user experience is just the stories and the direct messages yeah but there is a way for you to do it and not be just totally annoyed and totally just beaten down but i the homestead bundle came at a bad time for you <laughs> you were already on the precipice and it just kind of gave you that shove to be like instagram you suck but um i have a little bit of a a you like a different take on the homestead bundle only because I was asked to be a part of it. See, so this, okay. So give and, me some information here. And oh my God, Brian, the sketch level is unreal. So I, I mean, I, in my DMS, this guy whose profile picture is him shirtless. He's ne you know, no story starts out. Well, when some guy in my DM start in, in, in is shirtless that never and, and ends up well it's no one i've ever heard of before and he's talking to me about being part of this homestead bundle and how much money i, I mean he immediately starts with how much money i can make and what a great experience it is and the huge discount I mean, anytime something is discounted like 999 percent i mean red light like flashing lights should go off warning bells should go off like that doesn't sound right it was the, they they said they said that the content was what six thousand dollars worth of content that was 99 percent off for that week that we all got bombarded with mm -hmm. their yeah. ads so my issue is not with any single person that contributed to it it's the it's the whole packaging of it and the like the frenzy behind it and that you can only get it for nine days and then it's gone. Well, it's not gone. I mean, like you can still purchase any of those individual things you might want and maybe not get the ebook on how to live in your car because who wants that? <laughs> well, but and, and there, I mean, you start looking at all the stuff. I mean, again, it was like guys that bought a lab coat off of Amazon that were giving like. The appearance that they're a doctor, certified doctor of something that they came up with, and it's like, like, like you said, it was all very sketch. And you were like, "Does this not ring any alarms to people that there's something not right with this?" Yeah, I mean, and I had a hard time with the fact that, like, you know, because Kate did a great review on it, and she pointed out just some of the inconsistencies around it. We're like, I mean, if you're going to market something like market it correctly, market it honestly, don't say you're getting this that normally costs $20 when actually it doesn't cost $20. The person offers it for free on their website or it, it just it, none of it felt legitimate. None of it felt completely honest and transparent. And so it just it, I think it left a sour taste in a lot of our mouths. Plus, uh, I realized I think I was following two people that were part of it. I mean, it was immediate unfollows because literally for those nine days, that is all those people talked about. Like all they seemed to care about was getting as many people to purchase it through their link as possible. And that just felt gross. Like that's not why I'm here. And I think that's why not why most people are on Instagram. It's for the community. It's not to be sold something. And did you see some of the lives that they had? Again, I am not. Anybody that's out there trying to make money or earn money, this has nothing to do with that. Okay. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. If you go, I, I I snuck onto a couple lives just to kind of see, because I was following, it turned out I was following quite a few people that were involved with this, that were either contributing or selling. And it was, you go on the lives and like these really bad infomercial type stuff 
But it was almost like it was just something wasn't right. At some point, you know, earlier on, you said something about taking my own advice and curate who I follow. Do you know how many people I blocked? I have a question about that. What, why block as opposed to unfollow just so that they don't ever contact you? Why block instead of unfollow? Uh, that's it. I a power thing for me that I felt that I can not only I have control over something on Instagram, but I can block them from uh, even responding to me because I I probably got I would say close to about ten direct messages from just random people asking me, well, "What do you again? What do you have against the Homestead Bundle? What do you have against homesteaders? What do you have against people making money?" And I felt that if they're missing that point and they think that is my issue, I'm not going to spend the time to explain it to you. Absolutely. And I just, I got tired of dealing with these people. And the creepy thing, I started getting messages, random messages from people that I don't know. And when I clicked on their account just to see, because they would send something like, I would post something on a store and they're, oh, so, that was so funny that you did that. And I was like, oh, was nice people. And then I clicked on their account just to kind of see who they were. And in their in their bio was a link to the the homestead bundle thing, and I'm not a conspiracy X file guy, but I'm like it's just odd that I would have a handful of people do that, and they just so happen to be connected with this also. When I was very vocal, I know if there was many other people that were very vocal about being anti this as much as I think I was publicly, I blocked. At least 100 people, probably close to 200 people. And it was a matter of people that either I've followed before, I was currently following, that I've had interactions with. I kind of felt bad about it. And there was there was a specific company who everybody that has followed me over the last few years knows that I love their products. I've touted their products. They have sent me gift cards to purchase their products. Good people. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I blocked that company because I was like, I don't, how? I don't know what I think about that because I didn't see that company promoting the bundle. So, okay. So I, I didn't see them promoting it. Mm -mm. And, and which is why I was like, well, it's kind of odd that I saw them as one of the 50 or however many parts of the bundle there was, let's just say 50. Okay. Was there 50 you think? Around, yeah. Okay, let's just say there were 50 pieces to this bundle. And I just, I found it odd that a, what I considered a reputable type company would be part of that to the point to where I actually messaged them and said, hey, are you guys part of this Homestead bundle? Because I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if they said, what? What are you talking about? And they replied, yeah, we're part of it. And I was like, I didn't say it to them. I said, okay, that's fine. And, and they have every right to do whatever they want. But I'm like, do you know how much it cheapens not only your company to be part of this list of other people putting this thing together? But then the part that I felt like, you know what, I'm just going to block them. I'm, I'm just done with the company. Again, of products that I absolutely like. Was there had to have been a decision to be like, you know, that's a good idea. Let's be part of this. And not I only that. Because I do think that there was something wrong 
there's something else going on behind that whole thing. Are they part of that? So that's why I was like, I'm, I'm blocking. I mean, it is, it is a company that, that puts together bundles. Like that is their whole business model is like, let's bundle this kind of stuff and sell it. Let's bundle this kind of stuff and sell it. I honestly wondered when I saw that company that I also love, um, I honestly wondered if maybe the company that puts together these bundles offered that company just like a flat fee to be part of it because that company did not promote it and try and sell it through a link, which as far as I know is the only way to make money on this bundle is to have people purchase it through your link. So then I started thinking maybe they were approached and said, hey, we'll pay you $2,000 if we can include your course in this bundle that's only available for nine days. Because if, if someone does that, then like, okay, I, you know, they but don't know. I, I get that. And that's, I'm not saying that that couldn't have happened, but I'm like, for $2,000, you're going to, you're going to dirty your name. But and, maybe I, they, I'm, maybe and I'm just going to say, okay, so it was bootstrap farmer. Okay. And, and again, they can do whatever they want. And again, I have a ton of bootstrap farmer product here that they gave me gift cards to go ahead and buy. And I've promoted on my account because it's actually good stuff. I can't fathom or come up with a logical explanation why they would want to be one of one of 50 of those suspect accounts putting this whole thing together for a flat fee. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. So are they part of this thing in a bigger capacity with the company that's actually putting this on? I don't know. But yeah, maybe they just caught me on a bad week and I'm just like, I'm just going to block them. And I, well, I'll listen to this. Like when I was um, approached to be part of it in the direct message, the guy used two names. He used Charles Dowding is part of it. Charles Dowding wasn't part of it. Um, he said Charles Dowding. And then he listed someone else that I follow. Um, and that person had been a part. I, I messaged him. I'm like, were you part of this thing last year? Uh, and the person said yes, and never again. <laughs> and I asked them to take my stuff down and not include it in this bundle, and like just never contact me. You know, like that person was like bad experience. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure I, how truthful they are in terms of getting people on board with it. I'm not saying I have all the answers, and I don't. And if you want to come after me, you have every right to, in a sense that, uh, well, what proof do you have of? whatever. I just know that I'm pretty good at sniffing out things that just don't appear to be right. There's something going on there. And it was fishy enough for me to block so many different people. So that's kind of why I did that. So that was my curation process. But that was, it just, Instagram has not been enjoyable for me. I've tried a, a few different things. I try to not necessarily reinvent how I do stuff on my account. But I mean, there's, there's things where I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll try something different just to kind of freshen things up. And I just, it gets to the point to where the only thing really that's keeping me on Instagram is my only connection to certain people is because of the Instagram platform. I'm, I have to, if I'm going to interact with them, which I want to, that's my, my main thing is I have to then go into Instagram and do it through the DMS. And for the most part, I think you mentioned this a little bit before is I will interact a little bit on stories. I still think stories, there's some value in, in stories for yeah. me and seeing people because I, I think that is real. The entire grid or the, what is the profile page that we feed. all have? The feed. I think the feed is full of shit. 
I think I think the feed is nothing but and again, Instagram, you if you look at it, you know that this is the case because the default feed is what Instagram wants you to see. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, but we're letting you change the toggle at the top to where you can go to following and you can do your, your favorites or something. But then it always defaults back to the feed they want you to see. But even that, there's something not right with it. The entire process, the user experience is not fun with me. I I, I don't disagree with you. I have found the feed to not be very enjoyable lately, but I enjoy the lives I enjoy the stories and I enjoy the DMs. So that's where that's where I'm finding the most enjoyment on Instagram right now. Yeah, but what what about <laughs> so so here Amanda and I we talk quite a bit, <laughs> right? And not necessarily like on the lives or whatever, but on the DMs and you know, we're sending stuff back and forth. Hey, what do you think of this or that? Or hey, did you see this or that? Obviously, as your account has grown a little bit bigger over the last year or so you're starting to encounter a lot more, let's say comments or interactions from certain people that whether or not they're real or fake or whatever, but it's still something that you see and you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And it could be as if I'm using the, the the word right innocuous correctly, it could be as very simple, like making a comment about your hair, like the other day. I think you were working on the worm bin or something. And my hair yeah. looked too pretty to be working and on a worm bin. You don't normally look like that, Amanda. You normally look terrible. <laughs> when you look at it from a, a a higher level, let's say, how does that bother you? I can understand why it bothered you. And I asked you several questions about it. But I also recognize even the most vanilla of kind of negative comments. You're just like, well, just don't let it bother you. But when you get it every single day, and I don't get it as much as as you do now, because when I when I redid my account and and tried to redo like do a whole new account, you know, I went from however many people I had before to now I've got like 1,500 people or a thousand people, something like that. So I don't get the amount of negative comments that you obviously do now. But when you get that every single day, the smallest thing can just catch you wrong. It can't. It, it depends on the day for sure. I mean, there are some days where it's, I mean, the comments just, they get under my skin and I'm just like, what's wrong with people? Um, but then I realize, like when I click on them, like the majority of the people that are making these comments, they don't follow me. And the algorithm is shoving my stuff down their throat. They don't want to see it. I mean, it would be nice if they could just scroll on by and not leave a comment. Um, but I, I have to realize like that it comes with the territory. I, I don't feel like I can just start getting like saying, okay, I'm not going to let you follow me and I'm not going to let you follow me. Cause like, I don't even know where to draw the line at this point. Like, um, so I guess I just have to realize that like the experience is what I choose to make of it. And I'm going to continue to make fun of the comments. I finally figured out how to do it without the person blocking me and having the real disappear. What you used to do, and let's explain to people, what you used to do is on certain comments, you would say, okay, you want to play this game. Mm-hmm. And so you would remix or duet that person you it's called a real response like a response or a real response real. yeah there you go there you go real response and basically it highlights that person's comment and then it shows you do, responding to that comment or whatever 
And it but sends the, a message to the person. Right. Because responded. it's official. It's an official feature within Instagram yeah. that you can highlight a person's comment, which it's made because it's all made with the thought that you're answering somebody's legitimate, nice comment or whatever. Right. But you, it's supposed okay, to be so a tell, positive thing. <laughs> it's supposed to be a positive thing. So you tell me what has happened. What have you found out over the last year and a half that you've done this? What has happened to you when you do that? Um, just so just a little background. So like if you create a reel, someone comments on it, when you hit reply, you can either type them response or Instagram has given you a little blue camera icon and you can click that camera icon. Instagram will start the filming of a reel and they'll put the person's comment up in like the top left hand corner of the screen. So everyone can read the person's comment. They can see the name of the person that commented and then you can record a response and You've done several of them, Brian, where it might be a question of like overwintering peppers. And you're like, great question. Here's what I do. Yeah, and, great, and you it's get a, a positive feature. thing. Okay. So, but what I choose to do is when someone puts a nasty comment in like, like, this is why women shouldn't use power tools. Just defer <laughs> to your husband, sweetie. Um, I like to do a response and make it and make fun of it. And it's how I keep my sanity and not let this stuff get to me. But Instagram sends that person a message saying, oh, hey, the ever hopeful gardener responded to you. And then yep. the person sees I didn't do it in a nice way and they get angry and oh, the audacity. And so they block me. And the very action of blocking me then removes that reel from existence. Right. <laughs> so then no one can see it and it's gone. <laughs> but, right. and, and not only block you, they could actually report you for bullying, which yep. I think you've had that happen. I, I actually won't be surprised if my account gets disabled for bullying. <laughs> well, and and you think that's not going to happen. I I There's a percentage chance that you could piss off the wrong person or just over time it accumulates. And then th this is why I say don't be dependent on just one platform. Because what are you going to do if the ever hopeful gardener gets taken down by Instagram? You can't find somebody to talk to on Instagram to get it back. What are you going to do then? Well, you know here's what I'm, I'm going to do. Uh, I'm not going to be upset about it because I'm on Instagram for the community. And guess what? I remember the names of all the people that I like to talk to and follow and I'll start a new account and I'll keep talking to you guys. And, and if my account grows again and, and gets big, great. But guess what? The, my, my big account, it hasn't really gotten me much. Like, so I don't care if it goes away. <laughs> like, and I do believe that I could have it taken away because I do choose to be a little saucy sometimes. And it's a risk I'm willing to take. I think we've had a conversation before that the way Instagram and pretty much social media in general, whether it's on TikTok or Facebook or whatever, the power is still in the hands of these troll type accounts because all they need to do is uh, block and or report you. Mm -hmm. And then you it's it's you who have you have to go in and basically, I guess, explain or do whatever and hope that Instagram one answers you. But it, it again, it's it's all still set up for people to to act like this. And it's not set up for for people like you or myself or other uh, content creators within the garden community to just have a good time and put stuff out there because that's what that's what we're that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting, and I don't disagree with you. 
it leads me into like something. Another point is that like it's there's almost this implied responsibility that comes with a larger account, and I'm not sure like at what point that happens. Like, is it once you get to ten thousand followers, you have some sort of like social responsibility to to put out positive things and to not be um, petty in your in your comments and responses and to not put out misinformation. I don't know. It there does feel like with a bigger account, you're kind of saddled with certain I don't know limitations and responsibilities. Well, you know what that that's a that's a good part to pause on because we're down to our last one minute on this Zoom thing again because we're using the free Zoom account. I want to continue with this idea of the responsibility of a larger account with you. Cause I think that's another important thing that, you know, I have kind of talked about uh, before. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about responsibility of a larger account. What does that really mean? All right, guys, that was Amanda, the ever hopeful gardener on for part one of our podcast. And I'm going to do something a little different this week, since we've got a part two, instead of waiting several weeks, I'm going to go ahead and release part two in a couple days after we get that one edited. So check back on your podcast provider to see when part two comes up. I'm going to try to get it out there uh, in a couple days and you guys can finish listening to the interview with Amanda at the ever hopeful gardener on what is she on Instagram? She's on TikTok, we think, but uh, you know that she's definitely on the Instagram. Uh, give her a follow if you don't. And we'll see you on the next installment of the Tossing Salad Podcast, part two with Amanda, the ever hopeful gardener.